you for joining the ladies of Her Portion Podcast. Come, pull up a seat at the table, because you are welcome here. Grab your Bible and a pen, and let's dig into God's Word together. Take a moment and pray that God would open your heart to Him as you listen. So without further ado, let's get right into today's portion. Hey friend, it's Hannah here again, bringing you my second episode, Talking About Wisdom. So to get right into it today, I have a few questions to ask you. Has anyone ever come to you and asked you a question that was just far beyond what you could give an answer for? Has someone ever asked your advice about something that you just, you never really dealt with it personally, so you just weren't really sure what to say? Has someone ever told you maybe about a sin that they were struggling with and you just had no clue as to what to say? how to even respond, where to even begin. So if you have been there, you're definitely not alone because I have been there too. A few years ago, I was talking with a friend who told me something that stood out to me even to this day. And it was this, she didn't feel like pastors could be of help in certain areas unless they had been through that personally themselves. So like I said, this comment really stood out to me, obviously, because here I am all these years later talking about it to you. But it stood out to me because what she was saying, if what she was saying was true, that means that a pastor has to go through every single thing someone experiences before he can give good, sound counsel or advice. Let's think about that for a second. That means if someone wants to be divorced or if they've been divorced, he has had to experience that himself first before he can help them. If someone has lost a child and they're seeking help through their grief, that means he has had to lost a child too before he can help them. Um, If he wants to help a drug addict, that means he would have had to been a drug addict and overcame that before he could help. I mean, do you see, the list could go on and on, but don't, don't you see how ridiculous that sounds? Um, Saying it out loud, we would know, obviously, that is just simply not true. But why did she say that? Because it's not that she was completely oblivious to that. I mean, I'm sure if she would have heard it said like that, she would have thought, okay, well, that's, that's not true. But when I think about it, I think she was saying it from a place of hurt, being misunderstood by some godly people in her own life and in her past. So ever since I was a child, my dream job was to grow up and be a counselor, (laughs) Helping people with something I had grown to love at a very, very young age. And I'm talking like maybe eight years old. Um, I have no idea why, except that God just made me that way. He put it on my heart to love helping people. And maybe when I was younger, the advice that I gave was probably from a place of sincere desire to want to help, but also believing that I had all the answers. Um, So essentially pride. That was before I knew the Lord. But as I grew older and I met the Lord and he became my savior at 18 years old, I learned quickly how much I do not know (laughs) 
there's an old saying that says, the more I know, the more I realize how much I don't know. And that's really true. What I want us to talk about today is how to help people when you really just don't know the answer. As long as I can remember, as a saved adult, I have always found myself in positions of counseling, talking to women about deep subjects, and that was long before I became a pastor's wife. I never understood why the Lord allowed these tough situations in my life, but I really tried my best to be a help. And in doing that, the Lord has taught, in those different situations, the Lord has taught me different ways to respond that I'm going to share with you today. But I also want to bring out that I've talked to people who love Christ and live for God, yet they are so afraid of being confronted with tough issues that if they ever are, they just shut them down because they don't know what to say, they feel awkward, and they just walk away. This hurts people tremendously. And I truly don't believe that this is pleasing to God. Just because we don't understand or like what the person is saying does not mean that we can turn the other cheek to them, especially when they saw our help and guidance out of a place of sincerity and love. So are we so bitter and full of hate, for example, towards pornography, that when a friend confides in us about their struggle with it, we dismiss them and just claim that's disgusting? Are we so angry and disgusted by homosexuality that we have no love to give to someone who's earnestly searching for answers? That's a problem. We can be angry at sin, and we should be, but we should never hate the sinner. And the truth is, we all have our own sin, and all of it is equally displeasing to God. We cannot judge someone because they sin differently than us. So with all that being said, I want to share with you today some responses you can give in hard situations, and also the number one thing that has helped me in these tough moments. The number one thing comes from scripture, and it is the most important part of this episode, so I hope that you really take a moment to listen if you don't get anything else. But what's really helped me in hard times when I don't have the answers is found in James 1 verse 5. It says, if any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God that giveth to all men liberally and upbraideth not, and it shall be given him. We often lack wisdom, don't we? Clear as day, the scripture tells us to ask God. How many times have we asked God for wisdom in a particular area before just turning someone down? Have we really sought his face on the matter? It says that he giveth to all men liberally. Liberally means bountifully, freely, largely, without selfishness or meanness. You know, God has all the wisdom in the world. His wisdom far exceeds any wisdom on earth. If we are going to get wisdom on a situation, we better be going to God about it first. And how amazing is it that God has the ultimate wisdom, yet he's willing to give it to us freely? That's amazing to me. So it seems pretty simple. Ask and he'll give it, and a lot of it. It doesn't just end there, though. So verse 6 in the same chapter says, But let him ask in faith, nothing wavering. For he that wavereth is like a wave of the sea, driven with the wind and tossed. And then verse 7, For let not that man think that he shall receive anything of the Lord. 
Faith is so important to God. It is a big deal to him. I mean, the scriptures tell us without faith, it is impossible to please him. God really wants us to believe that when we ask in faith, we will receive. That is so important. So here are some other things that I have learned in helping people when I don't know what to say. The second thing outside of obviously going to God is it's okay to not have the answer right away. We are not God. We carry his light and we should be a help and have an answer as oft as we can. But there is no way humanly possible that we can be the mind of God at all times. When I am talking to someone and they have confronted me with something that I'm not positive on the answer, I will simply say something like this. I am so glad that you reached out to me. I really want to give you an answer that I'm confident in. Do you mind if I pray about it for a few days and then we can talk again? I've done this before and have found that God meets with me and helps me every single time. Now, there are a few different answers that God gives, and I'll get into that in a minute. But the times that I have not gone to God and I just gave an answer when I wasn't sure, I had felt like I didn't actually help the person and I always regretted it. So trust me. It's far better to just be humble and say, hey, I I don't know what to say. <laughs> I mean, you don't have to say it like that, but you can just say, I, I really would like to take some time to pray because I really care about you and I'm so glad that you um, decided to reach out. Because the key is you don't ever want to make somebody feel bad for reaching out to you. That's like the worst thing that we could do. So sometimes, like I had just mentioned, God gives me different answers when I pray about it. And that looks like this. He'll either show me the answer directly and clearly in scripture. And I'll say, okay, great. That was, you know, that was easy. I know what the answer is. And I can go back to that person and share that with them. Or he might tell me to advise that person to talk to their pastor and his wife. So now that my husband is the pastor, it's a little different for me. Um, I usually will advise women to go to him if they find that the things I have shared with them are not helping them. And so um, that's how my husband personally has desired it. There are women that go to him first about different biblical topics and things. It's usually more so the personal things that they uh, prefer to talk to me about, understandably so. (laughs) So For anyone, whether you are a pastor's wife, a friend, classmate, whatever your connection to the person seeking help is, there's absolutely nothing wrong with advising them to talk to someone else, someone who could be of a better help. That is helping them. So to show that you really care about them and you're not just brushing them off, you can offer to even go with them. So let's recap what to do when someone wants your help and you don't have the answers. Number one, Always seek God in wisdom, his wisdom first, as we read in James 1.5. Number two, give them the answers God gives you if he chooses to do so. And then number three is advise them to talk to their pastor and offer to go with them if you truly don't know what to say after having sought the Lord. Or maybe you just know right away this is a really deep topic or this is something that the person is in danger and I really should 
involves someone else. There's nothing wrong with just knowing, you know, the Lord will give you just discretion and wisdom to know, okay, yeah, I should, I should help them by telling them to go to their pastor and offering to go with them. So you do not have to have all the answers to be a help or make a difference in someone's life, but you do have to rely on God because any help worth giving to anyone will be directly from him and not from us. So who are you going to be there for this week, this month, this year? Seek God and his wisdom first. Thank you for joining us today on Her Portion. We hope you leave with plenty to ponder from God's word. We encourage you to use today's topic to start your own study in the scriptures. Until next time.